3: Today on NFL Fantasy Live, it's Fantasy Playoff Week, which means you got quarterback questions. Matt Stafford, Eli Manning, Tony Romo, we're breaking them all down.
2: And James, I know just the guy to help you get to the Fantasy playoff Fabs. Yeah, I'm going to
4: give some people advice out there about a quarterback that hasn't played well, but I actually think you should start him.
2: Mm, I guess I'll stick around then.
5: And we are going to sort out the Browns quarterback
6: situation for you and my prompter... He passes to the man. And boom, Paren goes the dynamite. NFL Fantasy Live starts right now.
3: Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose, the official fantasy football show of the NFL. I'm James Coe alongside Michael Fabiano and Elliot Harrison as well. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NFL Fantasy for the latest fantasy news and advice. We start things off today at the quarterback position in Cleveland. Will we see Brian Hoyer or Johnny Manziel under center? Well, here's Browns coach Mike Pettin Wednesday.
1: As I said a couple days ago, that uh, we weren't going to make this decision uh, any more difficult than it needed to be because it was always going to be about football. Uh, we weren't going to do anything rash after the game uh, when things are much more emotional and there's a tendency to to, uh, to knee-jerk uh, some decisions. So I wanted to be thorough with it, process all the information, all the circumstances, take into account, uh, and make the decision that was going to be best for, for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and obviously after weighing all of it, um, talking to the staff and, and people that I, that I trust very deeply, uh, we felt that, that uh, starting Brian gives us the best opportunity to, uh, to win on Sunday against the Colts. All
3: right, we're going to ignore whether or not that's actually true from a real-life perspective, but from a fantasy perspective, what does it mean to have Brian Hoyer in there as the starting quarterback as opposed
4: to Johnny Football? No excitement. Right, yeah. I was yeah. excited to see Johnny Manziel get a start, see what he can do with his legs, because we all know that quarterbacks who can run with the football, even if they're not the best passers, like Tim Tebow and Terrell Pryor, they actually have some fantasy value. So now it's another week, and we're manziel Is that a word? Sure. Why not? Well, I don't think you should be Josh Gordonless
5: okay. in your lineup, something Fabs and I talked about off camera. How do you sit Josh Gordon, whether or not the numbers dictate that Brian Hoyer hasn't been great since he came back. That's just too big a risk. That's called getting cute on your fantasy team. Yeah.
3: All right, uh, speaking of, we, we initially thought that the return of Josh Gordon would have actually a positive impact on the Browns' offense, but – Actually, when we did the research, looked into the numbers, turns out Gordon hasn't done well in his return, especially for Brian Hoyer. If you look at Hoyer's numbers with Josh Gordon, they're not good. The yards per attempt down, zero touchdowns, five interceptions. I mean, he had five interceptions total in the ten games without Josh Gordon. And obviously you see the passer rating. That's a huge dip in production as well. 86 without, 51
5: with. How do you explain it all? Well, you know, to me, it may be just a case of the quarterback pressing, trying to get it to his playmaker. But also, when you haven't practiced together, you're going to have miscommunications. A lot of times you're changing routes at the line, or Josh Gordon's got to come up and recognize, okay, they're blitzing from here, so I need to break off my route. Well, if he doesn't think that, and Brian Hoyer does, you're going to see a ball thrown to
4: an empty spot of carpet. (laughs) You know, I'm all about the stats, you know that. And the only stats that matter to me here are the targets to Josh Gordon. Brian Hoyer's not going to be starting on my fantasy team anytime soon. And I saw 16 targets in week one. Last week I saw seven catches. That, to me, is good for a guy who hasn't played all year. What do you think of the matchup? You know what? The Colts actually have been pretty decent against the pass, but... How do you not play Josh I
3: know, Gordon? and it
5: it's
4: in Cleveland. How do you not play Josh exactly. Gordon? Exactly.
3: Right. I think the only impact that it does have, though, is if the offense does sputter, it means guys like Isaiah Crowell won't get those scoring opportunities. Right. So I think you're right. Flash Gordon will definitely get the numbers because he's getting a ton of targets. But guys like Isaiah Crowell may suffer. But listen, Coach Petten was asked whether Manziel's success against the Bills played into his decision. But Petten actually downplayed the short-lived spark that Manziel provided.
1: He did provide that, but that was also against a team that had a, that had a significant lead uh, that, that probably wasn't calling that many defenses. They were more bend but don't break at that point. Uh, and then there was a, a, a little bit of the surprise factor as well that, that they hadn't game planned for him or prepared for him. Uh, but I think when we were able to sit down in, 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 as I've said, a less emotional state and just kind of weigh it all, I mean, it, it, it was close and it was, it was difficult because of how he played. Uh, but still, it's, we we arrived at the decision to, to continue with Brian.
3: All right, so there you go. Johnny Manziel, not the starter yet. But i, I got to think they're going to mix him in into the game plan on Sunday.
4: Well, from a fantasy perspective, he needs to get that starting job to have any kind of value And mm-hmm. whether or not he's in the game plan when Hoyer's a starter. At this point, it's sort of a moot point. But if Cleveland loses this week... Uh, you know what, they're dropping out of the playoffs a little bit. Maybe mm. you do see Johnny Manziel come in late in the season. And if Hoyer struggles again, why not put Johnny Football in there? I, Hoyer has not been good the last couple of weeks.
5: No question about that. You know, just to comment on what Mike Pettin said right there about the game situation. I listened to this game on the radio, picked it up later. Uh, it was 20-3. to 3. Okay, yeah, the Bills, they're going to play at vanilla, and they have the kind of pass rush, Buffalo does, that they can play vanilla and get after you with four guys. And so I think that's what they did. And Manziel capitalized. You give a defensive coordinator a week uh, to prepare for Johnny Manziel, it's going to be a different ball game, I guarantee you. That game was so
3: Johnny Manziel. He had one good series, one bad series, but... Still somehow provided a spark as well. Yes. Very controversial. All right. Some Thursday night football news to note, though. The Bears have signed kicker Jay Feely. Their current kicker, Robbie Gold, has a quad injury in his kicking leg and is listed as doubtful for Thursday. And speaking of Thursday night football, be sure to check out tomorrow's NFL Fantasy Live as we will be in Chicago braving the elements. Not all of us, but Michael Fabiano here with Matt Money-Smith and Dave Damoshek. They're going to be previewing the Cowboys and Bears showdown all right but for now let's join in the rest of our crew and send it over to molly and marcus it's it's gonna be cold
2: it is certainly not summertime shy there fabiano but we can't have a michael fabiano a show right of course not all right thank you guys molly care here alongside nfl.com fantasy editor marcus grant and it's wednesday so you guys know what that means for most of you fantasy owners it's the day to work the waiver wire for new players so let's take a look at the most added players from nfl.com this week shall we Let's do it. Okay. That was a delayed response. <laughs> and we start with uh, Boom and then Trey Mason, Kenny Stills, Kobe Fleener, C.J. Anderson, Joyke Bell, Ryan Fitzpatrick. We need to discuss. There's some surprise names on here. <laughs> and we begin with one Trey Mason, Marcus. He had a huge day against the Raiders, not just racking up the yards, but getting involved in the passing game as well.
6: Yeah, he did a whole lot against the Raiders last week. Yeah, and look, it's been fantastic, but... This is a guy. Of course, I always try to make as many De La Soul references as I can when we talk about Trey Mason. Stakes is high this week because mm. it's the playoffs, and he's going up against the Washington defense that's been very good against the run. It's a lot of it's a lot to ask right now to put your eggs in the Trey Mason basket. At least for this week, maybe there's some better matchups down the road. But at least for this week. I wouldn't start him, but it is good to pick him up and at least have him on your roster.
2: But he is the feature back there.
6: Yes, he is right now.
2: That is for sure. All right. We all knew it was only a matter of time before we saw the chemistry build between uh, Andrew Luck and Kobe Fleener from Stanford and have that translate to the NFL. We saw it.
6: Yeah, we have actually seen it quite a bit in the last few weeks. Part of that has been because Dwayne Allen has been out with injury. Allen. Looks like he could be back this week, so I'm curious to see how that affects what Kobe Fleener does in the offense, but because he's been so good recently, there's a chance that maybe Andrew Luck works both of his tight ends in, especially because we've seen less of Reggie Wayne and almost none of Hakeem Nicks in recent weeks. Yeah, there's Dante Moncrief, but... Because tight ends have been so hard to figure out this week, it's not a bad idea to pick up Kobe Fleener and have him on your roster.
2: Yes, and you saw Ryan Fitzpatrick there on the most added list, and none of us predicted this. A 6 TD performance pretty much guarantees you a spot on yeah, that NFL.com list.
6: It does, but if you didn't get your Ryan Fitzpatrick points last week, yeah, you probably missed out on mm. that. He's going against the Jaguars, and I know people like to see the name Jaguars and think you can pick on them, but they've been really good defensively. They've been even better at home defensively, so... I'm not ready to jump on this. If you were reaching for Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm just going to be flat out honest with you. You're probably not, <laughs> not in, the in the playoffs. You're not in the playoffs. I just
2: need to say one thing. After Big Ben had that 60D performance, I know, it all said it again. Out, and, and then I, it happened again. So, yeah, hey, I uh, you never know. All right, let's move on to the guys who have fallen victim to the dreaded drop list. Taking a look here Jonas Gray, he was just on the hot list. Same with Alfred Blue, Martavis Bryant, a lot of these guys Brandon Oliver, Ronnie Hillman, and Denard Robinson. But let's pick it up here with Jonas Gray. We know Bill Bell changes things up every week in New England but last week he was the number four back
6: yeah he got one touch offensively in that game and it kind of came as a surprise to everybody I mean Has oversleeping cost any man so much since Seinfeld? It's been amazing to see Jonas Gray just fall off. So at this point, you are free to put him back on the waiver wire. The Jonas Gray experience is done for Mm. 2014.
2: And it is a true running back by committee there. You never know what you're going to get. All right, we saw Denard Robinson running the ball, making catches, involved in read option, wildcat packages. Why is he being dropped? I know his production wasn't great this past week.
6: Yeah, it's looking more and more like Denard Robinson was kind of a flash in the pan. We were high on him. He had three Really good games in a row, but since then he's come back to earth. And part of it is probably that teams have started to see more of him on tape, and defensive coordinators are starting to scheme a little bit more for Bernard Robinson right now. So he hasn't been as much a part of the offense as he was in in past weeks. Fewer than 100 rushing yards in four straight games. His rushing attempts have decreased in five straight weeks. So at this point, Robinson. You know, the shoelace has kind of been tied up a little bit. Yeah,
2: just like we were hearing about Manziel. They were uh, game-planning for him. All right, let's move on here to Isaiah Crowell. We heard James uh, mention him there earlier. What does this do for Terrence West?
6: Terrence West, at this point, has really been downgraded. The Browns were trying to go with a two-headed running back attack, but we saw West put the ball on the ground a couple of times last week. Mike Pettin certainly does not play that, and I think we're going to see West he'll probably still get some carries, but his opportunities are going to be very limited coming up this week, and I think you're going to see a lot more of Isaiah Crowell. It's been so hard to figure out the Browns' yeah. running back situation, but I think Terrence West is kind of over for now.
2: And their quarterback situation, yeah. After yeah. that critical fumble in the third quarter, it That's,
6: was... A... That might be the beginning of the end.
2: Yes, exactly. So. Alright, thank you so much. Be sure to set your DVRs for our nightcap edition of NFL Fantasy Live. Marcus and I will be here with you. We'll keep you up to speed on the latest injury news and updates for your roster. Tune in 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, right here on NFL network the last time kelvin benjamin played the saints he had just 18 yards with the rematch this week where does he land on michael fabiano's stardom and sit list this week what about keenan allen and who will be the top scoring running back this week matt forte Le'Veon bell arian foster will reveal our fantasy perfect challenge lineups when we return playoffs so we have a great consolation prize here for you with nfl playoff challenge you can keep your fantasy season going through super bowl sunday just pick the players you think will perform best each week at the playoffs and you could win a trip to super bowl 50 sign up for free today at nfl.com slash playoff challenge Back here with you on NFL Fantasy Live. Hello again. And if you're one of those fantasy owners who missed your playoffs, you can still play with NFL.com's perfect challenge. All you need to do is guess which fantasy players at each position will score the most points each week. Pick yours at NFL.com slash perfect. And Fabs is here to help us. We're all going to do our teams, get us started here. Who do you think is going to rack up the most points this week? So we're going to take a look at your perfect challenge lineup here, Fabs.
4: Yeah, a lot of no names on this list. Yeah, you know, okay. Just Calvin Johnson, Demarius. Thomas, yeah. Arian Foster. I mean, these guys, you never even heard of them in fantasy. The player that I think has the biggest game outside of Arian Foster at running back is Matt Forte against the Dallas Cowboys, uh, a game which we will be at NFL Fantasy yeah, Live. Yeah, on Thursday
2: Night Football on it our air. It will be
4: nice and cold there Trust for him, right off the lake. And – I just think the Cowboys' defense is starting to look like what we thought it was going to be mm-hmm. earlier this season. They have not looked good. Deshaun McCoy racked up the yards against them last week. Matt Forte is going to do the same thing against them on Thursday night. So, Matt Forte is a very good it's play in the point. perfect challenge.
2: Yeah, he's had four TDs in five home games this season. But let's move on to this next one. I can't believe I'm saying this. Jimmy Graham put up zero points last week. But you like that to turn around against the Panthers. Yeah, he stakes, right? He's lousy. He's he's awful. No points
4: last week. A lot of people probably had some uh, choice words for Jimmy Graham, but he has five touchdown catches in his last four home games. He has eight touchdown catches in nine career games against the Panthers. Carolina's given up 22 receiving touchdowns. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. So forget last week, Jimmy Graham is a good play.
2: And that's seventh worst in the league. All right, Elliot, to you, my friend. Let's help the people out here and uh, take us through your perfect challenge lineup. Let's see if you have any uh, well, surprises on there. I
5: think I do. I'd like to tee up the the headshot here, Molly. Isn't this oh, the one you told me that devil. looks like Jordan Cameron? Is that you the do. one you all do the split screen on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hair's looking a little messy. Apologize for it that. It looks messy. I don't apologize for the lineup, though. Aaron Rodgers, DeMarco Murray, like Fabs, a lot of usual suspects here. Uh, the guys that I'd like to point out, though, mm-hmm. first of all, and I really wanted to talk Cody Parkey, but our producer Heather Pink said no kicker video. So <laughs> fine, let's talk about. <laughs> I don't about, blame
2: her. Thanks, Heather. Right,
5: DeMarco Murray and Arian Foster. To me, eyeball tests. These have been the best running backs in football. Now, Le'Veon Bell, I would throw into that mix. But I like the way Foster and Murray's schedule lays out better than I like mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell's schedule. Then again, Le'Veon Bell, matchup proof, really. Arian Foster, when he's healthy, he's as good as anybody in football. And I feel like that J.J. Watt's dominance mm-hmm. has somewhat obscured his relevance to that team. And then DeMarco Murray, what his worst game, was 79 yards against the Cardinals defense. And that was when Brandon Whedon was a starting quarterback. No way you said DeMarco Murray. Now, from there, I'd like to talk about the Broncos' defense because you asked for surprises, right?
2: That is a bit surprising, but I do know they get after the quarterback. They they
5: do. They get off the, after the quarterback, 34 sacks this year, which is in the top five in the NFL. They've also had a couple of big turnover games as of late, and that's how you get minus two. And I'll let Marcus explain fantasy scoring for you here in a minute. <laughs> I'm just teeing you up for something. But DeMarcus, where is a huge presence mm-hmm. for them because it opens things up for Vaughn Miller. I also like the way that their schedule lays out. They've got a couple of home games coming up. I think their defense is going to be very good against Kyle Wharton this week.
2: Yeah, and back to Foster and Murray. When those two are healthy, they're the best in the game. Forget the eyeball they test. Are. How about the paper test, they're just good. in terms of the points they put up? All right, Marcus, it's your turn yes. to help everyone out here with their lineup. Let's take a look at your board. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for some surprises oh, as
6: well. Oh, you will be surprised. Absolutely.
2: I'm noticing a lot of themes, though, guys. We're, all, we're all about hey, you know, we're all all about the players that are taking on Carolina and Tampa Bay. I'm seeing quite a few. Yeah, have, and the you, Giants, have, you, too. have you
6: seen the NFC side? Way wait, wait to mention they, that. They, so. they stick. You know, part of the reason, though, is because when you're playing the perfect challenge, every now and then you kind of got to think outside the box because there are always those guys that you don't expect mm-hmm. who are going to rise up and have huge. Who would have thought Ryan Fitzpatrick would have been the perfect challenge quarterback or DeAndre Hopkins? Yep. As the wide receiver. So I took a couple chances. When you see Kenny Stills mm-hmm. there, you see Delaney Walker. But I do want to start at Le'Veon nice Bell. nice matchups. Absolutely. You start with Le'Veon Bell. And, Elliot, you mentioned it. How you, know, you went Arian Foster, DeMarco Murray. Outstanding choices. I have enjoyed... Just from an eyeball perspective, watching Le'Veon Bell play this year, he's been fantastic. And he kind of has gotten to the point where he is matchup-proof. He's becoming a bigger part of what the Steelers do in their offense. And he's scoring touchdowns, which he wasn't early in the season. Add to it the fact that the Bengals have been vulnerable at home against running backs, giving up more than 22 points a game. You saw last week 159 receiving yards for Le'Veon Bell. Probably not this much this week but he's still going to, I think, get a lot of touches and a lot of opportunities to score points.
2: Yeah, with the departure of Lear, uh, Garrett Blunt, his production has really served 476 scrimmage yards in two games. How about Delaney Walker? He's got a nice matchup against the G-Men. Yeah, he
6: does have a good matchup against the G-Men this week, and we have said time and time again this season how difficult it's been to predict what fantasy tight ends do, but Walker quietly has been one of the more consistent guys when he's been on the field. Add to it, Justin Hunter looks like he's probably done for the rest of the season. Kendall Wright has been been very inconsistent this year delaney walker's been maybe the most consistent target in that titans offense so i like what he offers and the fact is he's great after the catch i mean you see it here he's he's got great speed and everything i like delaney walker maybe as a sneaky play i wish he was more muscular yeah, yeah, I wish. You know? you know, he's got a bulk. Hit the weight room a little and
5: bit. And I love your Rams defense pick. That's <laughs> taken a real shot. Hey. Hey, and maybe Colt McCoy regresses where he comes back comes back, comes back to earth. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Good stuff, guys. That's our perfect challenge, so nobody's out. It's been a roller coaster season for running backs, and with the fantasy playoffs finally here, Michael Fabiano has got your back with which ones to start in week fourteen. Is he really benching Trey Mason? Am I hearing that correctly? And we know it can be a scary thought, but can you really trust Eli Manning with your fantasy championship hopes in the balance? We break it all down on NFL Fantasy Live.
3: Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Michael Fabiano is here with his weekly starts and sits. It's one of the most popular columns in the fantasy football universe. And the full column can be found by going to NFL.com slash Starts it. Mike, let's talk running backs. Joike Bell, a 20-point game last week. What does he
4: do this week versus Tampa? Well, this is a week where people really need help with the flex starter position or their RB2s. And I like Joe Bell this week. Last week had a huge game over 20 fantasy points, and now he's got the Buccaneers. They've allowed an average of over 24 fantasy points per game to home running backs. And oh, by the way, Bell plays the Vikings the week after, so he could really help you in the fantasy playoffs. Because of this matchup, I'm starting him. He's a very good flex for fantasy owners. Another running back that I'm starting could be a good flex RB2, Isaiah Crowell. He had a career high 18 touches against the Bills last week, and I think part of the reason is Terrence West, well, he fumbled, mm. might be in the doghouse. The Colts have allowed an average of close to 20 fantasy points per game to home running backs. I really like Crowell in this contest. They're gonna run it with Brian Hoyer under center. A running back that I don't like this week, and you're probably thinking, Fabiano, come on, Trey Mason. He just had a huge game. He's not playing the Raiders again. This week he's got the Redskins. (laughs) They have allowed the fourth-fewest fantasy points to running backs this year, giving up an average of 13.3 points per game. That's not good. Mm. And the Redskins have also given up just two rushing touchdowns to running backs on their home field. So, Mason, he's probably still going to be started as a flex, but temper your expectations. Very controversial
3: uh, call right there. I love it. Joyke Bell, Isaiah Crowell, Mark Ingram is going to just go Crazy against Carolina. Who would think so? Rashad Jennings has an awesome matchup against Tennessee as well. How about Doug Martin? He actually got a touchdown last week, but versus that very tough Detroit front four, eh, maybe not, not so much. much. Yeah, exactly. So much. And you saw Lamar Miller on the on the sits there as well. Bad matchup. Baltimore's run defense is good. Very it's good. the pass defense that you can beat. Hmm. Wide receivers now. Kelvin Benjamin disappointed last week with a five-point
4: effort versus the Vikings. But does he rebound this week versus the Saints? I think he does. This is a really good matchup for Kelvin Benjamin. And if you look at his numbers, he's actually been better on the road statistically than he's been at home. It's kind of weird. Six touchdowns in six career road games. He's averaging almost 13 fantasy points per game on the road. At home, he's averaging eight. So that's a big discrepancy there. The Saints have allowed the third most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. I think Kelvin Benjamin gets into the end zone. Stardom against New Orleans. Another player I'm going to start, speaking of New Orleans, hey, Kenny Stills. Mm -hmm. He is on the fantasy radar right now as a number two or flex starter across the board. You know he's had almost 60 combined fantasy points in his last three games in PPR leagues and the Panthers have allowed 30.2 fantasy points per game to home wide receivers. That is a boatload. This is the guy to start. Heck, he's been better than Jimmy Graham. I can't believe I just said that. But Star Kenny Stills this week, a player I'm sitting, and again, this is another one where people are going to look at me cross-eyed and think i got to be crazy, <laughs> but I don't like the matchup for Keenan Allen. Okay. One touchdown in six home games this year, 65-plus receiving yards once in his last four home games, and the Patriots have allowed the fourth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. And there's a chance that he could be covered by Darrell Revis. And if he's not, maybe they use Brandon Browner and they bracket him with a safety. I'm not sure. But either way, this is a really bad matchup for Keenan Allen. I would be surprised if he had double-digit fantasy points.
3: So there you go. Uh, again, coming off of a big game. But yes, you're right. you got to play the, the matchups every week. Odell Beckham Jr., a start versus Tennessee. Calvin Benjamin, Josh Gordon, a start versus Indiana, uh, Indianapolis. rather. And uh, on the sit side, to go along with Keenan Allen, Michael Floyd has really struggled vincent yep. jackson and steve smith senior after starting the week or excuse me the season so hot has really uh, been very up and down tory smith is the uh is the smith, smith. Oh, there to start go. all right quarterbacks now russell wilson even in a low scoring game last week still put up respectable points 17 points last week against the niners
4: this week a much softer opponent in philadelphia how do you see him doing I love this matchup for Russell Wilson. I think he is a very solid start. And there's been weeks where I haven't liked him because of the matchups. And he still put up pretty decent numbers in his last five road games. He's averaging almost 25 fantasy points a game. And the Eagles have allowed an average of almost 19 points per game to road quarterbacks, which means QBs that visit Philadelphia – They normally succeed, whether it's with his arm, with his legs. Russell Wilson will put up top ten numbers at quarterback position this week. Another quarterback I like, uh, yeah, I I, I like Colin Kaepernick. I don't know what to say. (laughs) I I know that I went down with the ship last week. I said sit him. He had a bad game. But he's playing the Raiders in Oakland. The Raiders have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks in the last four weeks. They've allowed an average of almost 21 fantasy points per game to road quarterbacks touchdown passes allowed in the last four weeks. If Kaepernick can't do it this week, I am cutting him from every roster in fantasy football. There's not a better matchup to be had That's right. for Colin Kaepernick. And finally, I'm sitting Ben Roethlisberger. Now, people may think this is crazy, but I've got a little stat for you. I like the Give stats. It to me, pal. I like the trends. Did you know that a Steelers quarterback has not thrown for 300 yards in Cincinnati since 1995. I was Neil O'Donnell, who I'm a big fan of because I like the Cowboys, and he threw those two picks to Larry Brown in the Super Bowl. But that's (laughs) neither here nor there. Big Ben also (laughs) hasn't had multiple touchdown passes in his last five games in Cincinnati. I like nothing about this matchup. Start Le'Veon Bell. He will go off. Roethlisberger, not so
3: much. I love that you just stuck some random Cowboys well, when you think Neil O'Donnell, you think <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, right? Well, uh, not really, sir. Well, I do, at <laughs> Okay, least. there you go. Ryan Tannehill, a start despite struggling last week. Russell Wilson in there as well, as you mentioned. All right, Phillip Rivers is going to be a sit versus New England in that very tough secondary. Matt Ryan at Green Bay. Green Bay has been an absolute house of horrors for any visiting quarterback.
4: Yeah, you can't start Matt Ryan a
3: dome quarterback on the road. And Mark Sanchez. No good. No point bueno. The next two weeks, start them. Yes. This week, don't start them. Exactly. All right. Again, the full start-sit list on the website, nfl.com slash start-sit. The question is, who would you start, Odell Beckham or Brandon Marshall? A very tough call for some, but our experts have the answer to that and a slew of other fantasy genius questions in our version of the two-minute drill. And Adam Reich will give you his weekly list of sleepers. But this time, the stakes are raised because... Well, it's the Fantasy Playoffs, folks. Race 11
2: is on the way. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, it's week 14. And for some of you out there, it's elimination week for the Fantasy Playoffs. If you're in a bind and the stakes are high, check out Rank Sleepers for week 14. We'll dive into some of the riskiest quarterbacks for this week. Which Romo will we see against the Bears? And will a matchup against Tennessee be good or bad for Eli Manning? And our experts will get you through which players could go from fantasy playoff heroes to zeros. Will Colin Kaepernick ruin your chances at the championship? That's all to come. Hello again. This is NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. I'm Molly Karam. He is Marcus Grant, and he is Elliot Harrison. And for those of you who asked your questions on Fantasy Genius, our experts are here to deliver. If you want your question answered on the show, all you need to do is submit them at nfl.com slash genius. So you guys know the drill. This is the segment for the people where we try to answer as many questions as we can, and we rip through those Fantasy Genius questions. It's our version of the two-minute drill. Let's do it. All right. First one here, better start Matthew Stafford versus the Bucks or Russell Wilson against the Eagles?
6: I'm going Russell Wilson this time.
5: I am going to go with Matt Stafford against my own better judgment. I am actually going to say he puts two good games back-to-back.
2: All right, let's stay with the quarterbacks. Better start Colin Kaepernick versus the Raiders or Phillip Rivers against the Patriots?
6: Uh, Colin Kaepernick? I I feel exactly the way you do. I'm going Kaepernick, but
2: yeah. Yeah. Cap. Can you not start calling Cap? <laughs> Whoever asked that question on Cap, Genius. but we're not confident about we're it. We're not confident. All right. Better flex. Boom Heron versus Cleveland or Jarvis Landry against the Ravens? Uh, this
6: is a good question. I'm Go going ahead. with a boom just because I, in the flex, I like having a running back because it's easier to get mm-hmm. them the football. Me too. And I think it would behoove the Colts to mm-hmm. hand
5: the ball off a little bit more so Andrew Luck doesn't get pummeled. Yeah.
2: He split carries with Trent Richardson Shot last him. week. Eight apiece. All right. Who will be the biggest surprise in week 14?
6: Ooh, the biggest surprise? I'm going with Golden Tate. I think the Bucs try to lock down on Calvin Johnson. That leaves Tate open. Mm-hmm. I like that one.
5: I'm going with the Eagles offensive weapons. I think everyone thinks Seattle is just going to run right through the rest of the schedule and win the Super Bowl now after last week. I think the Eagles offensive weapons will fare viably. Not great, viably. viably.
2: Okay, <laughs> yes. Keyword there. Better start. Brandon Marshall against the Cowboys or Odell Beckham versus Tennessee? I'll
5: take Odell Beckham. I, I realize the Titans' pass defense is not bad statistically. Odell Beckham has already proven it doesn't matter if he's covered. He can catch the football. Yeah. I think he's almost
6: becoming, matched. You know, I, I'm very close on that. I'm going Brandon Marshall just because we've seen the Cowboys defense have some breakdowns the last couple of weeks.
2: I'll take Beckham even with one hand. <laughs> Better start Kyle Rudolph versus the Jets or Jordan Reed against the Rams?
6: I have a new rule in fantasy. It's called don't start Kyle Rudolph. Jordan Reed. <laughs> oh, wow. I, you know,
2: even I, in the Christmas season?
6: No. I'm just, especially <laughs> in the Christmas season. Rudolph the red zone reindeer. I'm going oh. Kyle Rudolph. Two days in a row I've worked that in.
2: The show. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Are you going so to get to try it one more down? time? Better start Delaney Walker against the Giants or Antonio Gates versus the Patriots?
5: I like Delaney Walker in this game to match up against the Giants. I think he's going to
6: present some troubles for their secondary. You saw I had Delaney Walker on my perfect yeah. challenge team. I'm going with him right now. You have him on too. your lineup. All right, we're
2: locked in on Mr. Walker. He's a friend of the program. Thank you, guys. Good you stuff. Betcha. Let's send it over to Adam Rank to help the viewers at home by giving out some sleepers. Adam.
7: Oh, hey, thanks, guys. Every week on NFL.com, I give you 11-ish sleepers who can help you win your fantasy matchup. Right now, I'm going to give you a special preview with three guys because, well, we're swell guys. Hey, how would you feel about starting Mark Sanchez this week? Because you know what? I feel pretty good, actually. The matchup is rather dicey against the Seahawks, who have been tough on quarterbacks lately. Yeah, those quarterbacks have been Drew Stanton, Alex Smith, Eli and Colin Kaepernick so take that with a grain of salt the thing that seals it for me is that the Eagles are at home and they have Chip Kelly if you give this coach 10 days to figure out a defense I feel pretty comfortable with that plus the Eagles are loaded with the kind of playmakers who give the Seahawks fits so start Sanchez moving on to the running back position I'm with Isaiah Crowell this week We left him on the bench against the Bills because that defense is no joke. He's got the Colts this week who are a lot different out there on the road. So you have this bruising running back going up against an indoor team out there in the elements. Yes, I like my chances here. So go ahead and play Crowell with confidence. And finally, if you're in need of a wide receiver, may I advocate Marquise Lee? He was pretty good down in Duval and the Jags' huge win over the Giants on Sunday. He led the team in receptions, yards, and he scored his first touchdown of his NFL career. The budding bromance between him and Blake Bortles should continue to grow. Plus, the Texans are very generous to opposing wide receivers, so I like Lee to put out another positive stat line for your fantasy team this week. And look, we go way back, and I owe you from the thing with the guy in the place, and I'll never forget it. So if you need more sleepers, please go to NFL.com slash ranks11.
2: See, on the flip side there, Rank, we've seen two sides of Tony Romo. While he struggled in his playoff past, that doesn't mean he'll struggle in your fantasy playoff future. NFL Fantasy Live will let you know which Romo shows up against the Bears. And the fantasy playoffs are here, so you might need to dump the zeros and get with this list of heroes to help bring you to fantasy glory. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Keep it locked. All right, make
3: sure to join NFL Network for Thursday Night Football as the Dallas Cowboys head north to face the Chicago Bears. NFL Total Access kickoff starts at 6 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network and takes you through to the game. Football starts here. All right, welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. Speaking of Thursday Night Football, tomorrow NFL Fantasy Live will be in Chicago previewing the game. Matt Money Smith, Michael Fabiano, and fantasy funny Lucky man dog. Dave Damashek will brave the elements for you, the
5: fans.
4: That's tomorrow. Boards. At blows. 5 p.m. I, I went to the, the store yesterday, got the long johns, I got it all overcoat. <laughs>
5: I got the hand roll, baby. Did you get your Peter Tom Willis jersey? No. All <laughs> right, let's
3: dive right in, guys. The quarterback situation. We'll start with Tony Romo. Man, he had an absolutely horrible game last week. Just three points versus Philly.
4: What does he do on Thursday night? Uh, more than three. That's, that's a, a I like Tony there. Romo in this yeah. game because the Bears' defense has really struggled this yes. year when we're talking about quarterbacks, even at home. And, hey, everybody has a bad day. I mean, even Elliott Harrison has a bad hair day occasionally. Saturday so. Romo, nine touchdown passes, no picks in his last three road games, and the Bears have given up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks this
6: year. I'm starting Tony Romo. Forget about last week. We're hounding. I, you know, I, I like the matchup. The only concern I would have is just if the weather is, is rainy like it could be in Chicago. Yes, if it's cold right. and rainy, maybe they go to DeMarco Murray hmm. a little bit more. But the matchup is fantastic this week. Yeah.
3: All right, so moving on, we stay in the NFC East. Eli Manning has been one of the most boomer bust quarterbacks in fantasy this year. 23 points versus the boys, 9
4: points versus the Jags. Boomer bust versus the Titans this week, Fabs? I don't like the matchup, and I know, oh, Rich Patrick had six touchdowns against Tennessee last week. But if you look at the numbers, the Titans have been really tough on quarterbacks overall, especially on their home field. I don't like Eli Manning. This is the first week of the fantasy playoffs, and you're telling me you want to play? Eli Manning? Unfortunately, I'm gonna to have to do really? just
3: that in our NFL fans. Really? Line. I mean,
4: the, the numbers do not bode well. The Titans, one touchdown pass in six of their last seven games. I'll make you feel a
6: little bit better. I don't Please. think he'll be spectacular, but I think he'll be, he'll give you some decent numbers this week. Because I think he's got some decent weapons there. Odell Beckham has stepped up and no been, had been fantastic this week. And I think they're gonna see some things on tape with what the Texans did last week. They can mm. help them out a little bit. Okay. Beckham can certainly be a, a deep threat. And we've seen guys get involved. Ruben Randall's getting a little bit more involved, Preston Parker Preston has been getting Tucker. more. Involved yes. and there's still Larry Donnell. They even had Daniel Fells get in All there. Right, so there, right. are, there are a lot more weapons in that offense. He's not going to be huge. He's not going to be gangbusters, but I think he gets you in the neighborhood of, you know, 16, 17 points this week. I'll take I just that. wonder if
5: we're talking about the right things here. I mean, does it really matter about the numbers? The, the bottom line is do you want to rely on Eli Manning to win <laughs> your Week 14 <laughs> playoff game? That's Tom you, you lose and you're out. Now, if you're in James Coe's position, sure. Now, I got Mark Sanchez you, on the bench. And you have to play him. Here's the other question I ask. Have you ever seen a Giants team mail it in at the end of the year under Tom Coughlin? Never. Ever. It's never happened. Never. He's been there 10 years. So with that, I would say if you have to play him, you can at least hang your hat on that. The reason I picked him up because, look, Mark Sanchez taking on the, the
3: Seattle Seahawks cannot trust the guy there (laughs) i know so i know he may have an okay matchup there we saw him on ranks 11 as well but listen man eli manning against the titans defense which in my estimation is one of the worst in the league you know at least they're gonna get in the red zone maybe they'll have more scoring opportunities there all right the next question matt stafford versus the bucks or russell wilson versus the eagles it's one of the most asked about questions we saw
4: on fantasy genius fabs what do you do there Russell Wilson, all day long, Uh, look at the matchup against Philadelphia. This is a defense that has not been able to stop the pass at all this year. I know Tony Rumwood didn't have a good game against him last week, but this is a season-long trend with Philadelphia. I'm going to Russell Wilson, no questions asked. You know,
5: I'm actually going to take the other side of this, Ledger. I, How I like dare what, you! I <laughs> like what Russell Wilson does running the football. I think they're both going to have good games. Oh, okay. that's that's my answer. I could see it being Matt Stafford 22 points, Russell Wilson 20. That kind mm. of game, but I think Stafford's going to have a higher point total. Stafford's at home in controlled environmental conditions against a Tampa
6: Bay team that, frankly, guys, is not very good and has absolutely zero to play for at this point. I'm going Russell Wilson in this one. I, I think Elliot, everything Elliot said certainly has some merit to it. And this is, not about, it. this is not about matchups. This is not <laughs> about numbers. This is about the fact that the Seahawks are making a push now. They, yeah. they had that big game last week, and they're starting to get things together. And part of the way they win is by Russell Wilson making plays. And it may not be with his arm. Their wide receivers have been very inconsistent. But the fact that he gets out of the pocket, that he runs the football – is what's going to help get him over the top. Uh, quickly,
3: Fabs, who has the higher ceiling in that matchup? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I, no question about it.
4: Tampa, and the higher floor because he Tampa, runs the Tampa ball. Tampa Bay's defense has played better recently. Mm. They're still lousy overall, but recently they've been pretty good. All
5: Where right, would let's, you start,
4: James? Uh, I would start
3: Russell Wilson. I yeah. love the floor in All the right. fantasy playoffs. All right, We know the Redskins are really struggling to get a W in the win column, but can Colt McCoy still be a good fantasy quarterback Even in a loss, Uh, is Colton McCoy a guy that I I don't want to say can you
4: trust, but can you at least expect 15 points out of the guy this week? 15? Uh, I guess I could give him 15, but I I think that's probably his ceiling. This is a tougher matchup this week. He played the Cowboys. We know they haven't been very good. Played the Colts last week, throwing the ball a ton because they were behind the whole game. So a lot of this was garbage time points. And the matchup this week is not favorable. I mean, the Rams are getting after it, Elliot. Yeah,
5: man. They really are. I really think this is less on McCoy and more on what the Rams' uh, front four can do against the Redskins' pass protection. If McCoy has time to throw, I think he could have a field day against the Rams' secondary if Mm. he has the time to throw. The one thing that Colt McCoy's doing a lot better than Cousins' RG3 did, forget the yardage and the touchdowns, he's not making the big mistakes. Those dreaded negative twos that can kill you in fantasy – I don't think he's going to have a lot of turnovers. So I think the floor for McCoy is safe. Is the ceiling 30 points? No. Hmm. But is he going to give you a seven-point uh, – what would you, what do you, you call it? Stinker? turd Norton. A turd Norton. Yeah,
6: exactly. I'm, I, you know, I'm down on Colt McCoy right now just because – he was the number three quarterback for a reason. And I know Good there was point. all that, that you know controversy between RG3 and, and Kirk Cousins and what it was going to be, but Colt McCoy was never in that discussion right. until Griffin gets hurt and struggles, and then Cousins gets hurt. That's how he got in this thing. And I think now that he's got a couple of games on film, going to be a lot of guys scheming to figure out where his weaknesses are, what they can do to slow him mm-hmm. down. So I'm, I'm staying away right
3: now. You know what I find interesting, though, about Colt McCoy? You're right, he's third string for a reason. But also, keep in mind, he's a veteran. Uh, he's a veteran. Right. It, it, it sounds very odd to <laughs> right. say Colt McCoy, <laughs> but he is a, is a veteran. Situation. And RG3 and Kirk Cousins, uh, as talented as both of those guys may be, they don't necessarily have that NFL experience. And I do wonder if Colt McCoy uh, can guide that ship in the right direction. All right, for some bonus Week 14 quarterback discussions, be sure to head over to NFL Now, and you can check out NFL Now on your connected TV device by downloading the app for free do it. on your phone or tablet. And you can see plenty of Elliot Harrison and Mike. Michael Fabiano as well. All right, if you're in your fantasy playoffs, the question is, who can you trust? Which Phillip Rivers will we see Sunday, good or bad? What about Alfred Morris? We're going to discuss potential fantasy heroes and zeros coming up next.
5: Throws it to the end zone. Over,
1: score. by on
7: film. He throw, catch made, touchdown. Throws it on first down.
6: Running right, running hard through a hole. A big run by Albert Marsh. And nice throw Jones! How did he
3: catch that?
2: What's up, everybody? It is that time of the year when the moves and the players really matter because it's the fantasy playoffs. So, who can we trust to deliver big or drop a goose egg in the next coming weeks? Well, let's talk about it. We're going to begin with some fantasy playoff heroes. And uh, Le'Veon Bell, Mike Tomlin's just going to keep feeding the beast, right?
4: He has been so hot ever since they cut Le'Garrette Mm -hmm. Blunt because he is now the featured back in Pittsburgh. Not that he wasn't before, but he's getting all the opportunities in that running game. And this week, I absolutely love him. Great matchup on the horizon. So if you have Le'Veon Bell... Ride them all the way through to your fantasy championship.
2: Getting the touches, and he's delivering. Marcus, the Redskins have a favorable schedule down the stretch and a new quarterback, so that's a nice combo for Alfred Morris.
6: It absolutely is. Alfred Morris, you're my hero right now. You look wow. at what he's got coming up in the next few weeks. You're talking about the Rams, the Giants, and the Eagles, all defenses that can be run against, and with the situation of quarterback, I mean, right now it's Colt McCoy, RG3 hasn't been great, Kirk Cousins had his struggle. At some point, Washington's going to start to lean on their running game in the the best part is the last couple of weeks, Alfred Morris is actually getting goal line touches. That's mm-hmm. of course when Darrell Young, you know, fails to get in. On his first <laughs> right, two exactly. Attempts. But I'll take it. I don't care.
2: He's your hero. Yeah, he absolutely. Was, that is. was cute and creepy. Remember when the Panthers defense was good?
5: I do. I feel like I should sing We Don't Need Another Hero by Tina Turner. I feel it coming on here. Drew Brees. Please. What do we talk about when you want to start a fantasy defense? We say pick on the bad quarterback. When we pick a quarterback, why not pick on the bad defense, right? Carolina, Drew Brees, Carolina, Holy cow! Chicago and Atlanta. That's in a your fantasy mess. playoffs. That
6: that think about mess.
4: that. How that schedule lays out. So, for are you me. saying that Drew Brees uh, doesn't need to know the way home? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Wow! Michael Fabiano getting in on He'll the
3: air. A- like He'll be your private dancer. Uh, for your I, I honestly <laughs> think Drew Brees will be the highest-scoring quarterback uh, I do too. this week uh, against uh, that uh, Carolina secondary that is just an absolute mess. Listen, we're going to go from heroes to zeros. Guys, which players do you think won't be showing up for your fantasy playoffs? Fabs, we'll, we'll start with you. Uh, a man that... We don't know what to do with
4: this guy. Colin Kaepernick, Listen, what are we going to do? I'm saying that you can play him this week because he's playing the Raiders and they Gotta have one him. of the worst defenses sure. in the entire league. But after that, Colin cut. Kaepernick needs to go cut him. on your bench or maybe even cut him. So, yeah, he's got the Raiders this week. Then he's got Seattle in Seattle. Forget about that one. And then the Chargers at home. So, Kaepernick is a guy that you can play this week. Cross your fingers, say your prayers, <laughs> eat your vitamins, whatever. Hulk Hogan reference you want to make there. And then after that, Kaepernick... Straight to the bench. Come on, bro. You know, Fabs, I think you should have only read the first line What's of that? your notes
5: because that's all Colin Kaepernick does is his first read. So.
4: That's oh. it. You should have been gone. <laughs> Speaking of Elliott, oh, no. that was good.
3: how about the Cardinals? Uh, we know uh, Andre Ellington dealing with a hip-pointer issue yeah. right
5: now. Is there anybody uh, on the Cardinals' offense we can trust? No, man. Their schedule stinks. I mean, it is so bad. They play the Chiefs this week. And they have the Rams. And they have the Seahawks. And if you're in one of those fantasy leagues that you play in Week 17, first of all, why? Why? And then second of all, <laughs> then you got the 49ers. You know, I mean, does any team have a more brutal schedule for its offense coming up? And as you mentioned, Ellington playing hurt. Right. Cardinals averaging 3.1 yards per carry this weekend. Hey, has Drew Stanton elicited any confidence in you guys? Uh, negative.
3: Negative.
6: That would be a negative. Uh, Philip Rivers. What Phillip Rivers are we going to see? Are we going to see the good one or the bad one? Well, I'm not optimistic about seeing the good one. And, you know, Elliot asked, does anybody have a rougher playoff schedule? I don't know if anybody does, but the Chargers might be close. When you look at the Patriots, the Broncos, and the 49ers, mm. that's not very good. And we saw Phillip Rivers be so good at the start of the season. Really bad right. midway through the season. He had a nice revival last week sure. against that Ravens secondary. That's been pretty bad this year. The rest of the way, it is not going to be easy. Plus, we just saw the Chargers have this history of really struggling down the stretch in what? December. No, not them. I know it never happens, right? <laughs> not Tony uh, we'll Romo stay,
2: either.
4: We'll, oh, oh, we'll stay in San Diego, Pabs. Uh, Ryan Matthews. That is the stink eye that I'm giving you, by the way.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I prefer to call it the side eye. (laughs) And I know that (laughs) Matthews had a good game
4: last week, but it was all based on that one touchdown. I just don't trust him. Good matchup this week against the Patriots. But then he has tough matchups against the Broncos and the 49ers, as Marcus said. So Ryan Matthews is a guy that you're not going to be able to trust moving through the playoffs.
3: All right, there you go. For Marcus, Molly, Elliot and Fabs. I'm James Coe. We're out of here for today. But listen, we've got something special in store for you mm-hmm. for tomorrow. NFL Fantasy Live is going to be live from Chicago. So we yeah, will to give is. you a full Thursday night football preview. Tune in tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, right here on NFL Network. you know my
5: cousin Tim's watching the show? We oh, picked Tim.
0: up a new
3: Hi,
2: viewer Tim. today. Hey, hey Tim. Tim. Hey, Tim. We love you.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired.
1: but it's actually bingo night.
2: Mini-golf, anyone?
0: It's a Camry vibe.
1: The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota. Let's
0: go places. Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com.